Yo, P. Stay ready. It's the new swag, baby. Woke up this morning and I told myself, not gonna worry about what I cannot help. People dying innocently, hate is spreading rapidly. I'm not talking apathy, but some things God's gotta Angelus Yolanda McTeer. You are tuned in to my radio show, Empowering the Law. And you were listening to at the start of the show, Gospel Wonderful. 
wonderful, wonderful, gifted artist, Jay Moss. God got it. Love that song. So happy, honored, and pleased tonight, my guest that is going to come on the airwaves and light it up and rattle the devil, make him mad, build faith, and knock down walls of evilness is Apostle K.C. Johnston. She will be coming on live here momentarily. We thank God for her. I'm going to take you to another song by J. Moss, and we will be back live with Apostle K.C. Johnston here at Empowering for All. You loved me through my good. You loved me through my bad. You loved me through my good. And you loved me through my bad. Jesus, you didn't erase my future because of my past. I'm glad you loved me through my good and my bad through my good and my bad you love me through my good love me through my bad didn't erase my future hallelujah because of my past thank you I'm glad you loved me through my good and my bad.
all my good and my bad. You love me through my good and through my bad. Oh, didn't erase my future because of my past. I'm glad you love me. Amen. Praise God. Welcome back. This is Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. You are tuned in, listening to my radio show, Empowering for All. At break, you were listening to another great song by gospel artist Jay Moss, Good and Bad, the title. And yes, God, he saw the good and bad in me and all of us, but yet, He still blessed us and keeps us and protects us every day. We thank God that he is a faithful God. And I am honored, pleased, and blessed tonight once again to say my special guest, who I'm not going to keep holding, Apostle Casey Johnson is coming on live to break the airways wide open to give the devil an exit out of your lives. Without further ado, with the utmost honor and respect for the mantle that she carries in the kingdom of God, I am bringing on live to you Apostle K.C. Johnson. Evening, Apostle. Bless you. Evening. Praise God. And thank you for allowing me this opportunity to speak to the people of God and to those who are lost and bound and need to be free and those that are looking for answers and clarity. I thank you for allowing me to be able to get to the people of God. Thank you so much. Amen. An apostle out of respect, and that's what it is, respect to you, because the mantle God has given you is such a high mantle that only certain vessels can carry that mantle. Everybody cannot handle it. And we thank God for your faithfulness. Because I know, as well as you know, anytime you are called to do a work for God, it is Mm -hmm. pure hell getting through the obstacles, the storms, Mm -hmm. the triumphs, and the challenges that the enemy tries to throw at us to knock us out the race. Yes, this is very true, very true. Um, with With the calling of God, you have to be, ready to accept the challenges that comes with the challenges, the obstacles. Um, You have to be prepared for oppositions. And um, I'm just grateful that no matter what has come up against me, that God has proven himself to be strong within me. And the more that have come against me, the more that God has declared me and the more he has proven me. So I thank God for uh, being in this, this is a a very uh, honorable place to be in. In spite of the hardships, in spite of the the attacks, in spite of the assassination and persecution, in spite of people speaking ill of women in authority, I still thank God that he's still proving himself to be with me and that he has chosen me for such a time as this. I'm very grateful. 
Amen. 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 Apostle, I am going to, and I feel it in my spirit, and I know God, and you know as well, his sheep know his voice. I'm going to let you take the mic. I'm not going to, a lot of questions. I'm going to let God do what he wants to do tonight because I feel it in the atmosphere. God wants to do a great thing on the airwaves. Amen. Share with the audience before God begins to allow you to speak. How long have you been in ministry? And share with those who are challenged when they know they are called what advice you would tell them to get ready to prepare them for where God is going to take them. Okay, well, I was, uh, I've been in ministry all of my life. Uh, I've been saved and sealed with the Holy Ghost since the age of 11. So most of my life, it, it's all I know is God. All I know is God. Um, and I've been doing ministry, operating in the apostolic, leading people for over 12 years. And even though it hasn't been easy, I thank God that he has given me the ability, he has given me the strength, he has given me the power, the authority to trample on every serpent, every every enemy, I still conquer, and I thank God that I'm standing strong right now, not standing in my own strength, but I'm standing in the strength of the Lord, because when it comes to our strength, it's very limited. So you have to, you have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, because what the, the strength that we have on our own is not enough to stand in these last and evil days. So you you have to you have to be prepared. You have to know that God has called you, chosen you. To do the work, you can't just wake up in the morning and call yourself. Only God can call and choose who He will. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Many, a lot of people, uh, some people are not making it because some people have to find out: Are they operating in the right identity? Now, if you're operating in the right identity, it is God that will give you the strength, and He will give you the power. He will give you the authority to walk boldly, to walk in power to walk in faith, to walk in the anointing of that which you have chosen you to do. But if you're not walking in the right identity, the enemy can do whatever he wants with you because he knows that you don't know who you are. It is when you start knowing, when you start knowing who you are, that is when you become a threat. As long as you don't know who you are, the enemy knows that, He can do whatever he wants to you. He can make you think what he wants. He can make you act a certain way. But when you start finding out who you are and who God has ordained you to be, there is no weapon that is formed that can prosper in your life. Now they're going to form. Things are going to come up. Things are going to come in your life. Things are going to try to derail you. Things are going to try to push you uh, away from God. uh, There's distractions coming. There, there's attacks, there's uh, uh, weapons, there's fiery darts. But when you are walking in the authority of Jesus Christ, in his authority, there is nothing that you will go through that will defeat you. But you've got to have the mind of Christ. You can't, you can't have a mind of defeat. You, you, can't, you cannot be defeated. Uh, you can't be Walking around insecure, you can't be, uh, you can't walk around with low self-esteem because 
You have to remember the enemy sees all of that. And if, if he sees all of that, he prays on your insecurity. He prays on you, on your low self-esteem. He prays on every weakness that you have. Now, if you're going to be bold before the Lord, then you're going to have to stay in the presence of Lord of the Lord and allow him to deal with your weaknesses. Because if you try to do the work in your weaknesses, you will have a hard time defeating the enemy. What you have to do when you're, you're struggling with things, those things that you struggle with, those things that it looks like you're not going to be able to win, you have to keep those things before God. You cannot ignore it. You cannot act like it doesn't exist. You can't shout over it. You can't dance over it. You have to keep your weaknesses before the Lord because it is those weak things. It is those weak things that wants to prevail in your life. Amen. It is the weak things. It is the struggles. Yeah. It is the battles. That those are the things that want to prevail and to prevent you from operating in the spirit of Jesus Christ, from operating in the authority. So if you have weaknesses, which everybody has things that they're struggling with, everybody has something that they're battling with, but, again, you cannot act like the battles and the weaknesses don't exist. You cannot leave them voided. You have to present every weaknesses, everything that's bothering you, you have to present it to God if you don't give it to God. If you don't allow him to help you in what is going wrong with you, then you will walk around as a dysfunctional purpose. Mm. You will begin to walk around as a dysfunctional purpose. You will be walking around as a perplexed person. You don't know what to do. You're, you're confused. You don't know which way to turn. Uh, you listen to everybody's voice because you don't know what to do because you have allowed the weaknesses and the struggles to prevail in your life, and you have given the enemy the opportunity to use your weaknesses and make you believe that you can never overcome. But I come to tell those that are listening at the sound of the voice of the Lord. The Bible says we are more than conquerors. We've got to stop quoting it, and we've got to start believing it, and we've got to start walking in it. The devil is a defeated foe, but he cannot be a defeated foe in your life if you entertain him, if you keep building him up like he can destroy you. This is why he wants you to function in your weaknesses. He wants you to consistently function your struggle. He wants you to believe that this is the way you're going to be for the rest of your life because he never wants you to walk in the caliber, in the authority, in the anointing of who you are. So tonight, he, he wants to tell the people of God that you have to acknowledge your weakness so that your weakness won't become the foundation of your life. He wants you to get healed. Mm-hmm. See, because the church is too unhealed. And if the church is going to be unhealed, 
how are we effectively, how are we going to really minister to the body, to the people, to, to the souls, if we are too defeated to do the assignment? The problem is that we have to acknowledge and say, Lord, okay, I need healing. Okay, I'm not going to play with this. I, 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 and sometimes as preachers and teachers, it's okay to go and sit down and get healed. And when you get healed, the assignment. But you can't keep preaching over your hurt, preaching over your pain. You know, you can't keep doing that. You've got to get, get a grip on yourself and say, Lord, I can't do this right now. God will allow you to sit and get rejuvenated, get healed, Get revived in your spirit because a lot of, you know, the Bible tells us out of the heart flows the issues of life. And the problem is we are too broken in our hearts. A lot of people are too, are hurting too much. They're in too much pain. There's bitterness. There's animosity. There's unforgiveness. Uh, we're, we're, some people are unforgiving of the war what their family member did. Some are still holding grudges to the, the molestation. Some are holding grudges for not having their mother or their father to raise them. Some are still holding stuff from being rejected in the church, being rejected by people. And, and, and what has happened is you people are preaching out of pain. People are preaching out of retaliation. People are preaching out of wounds. You're not healed, but you're preaching out of a pain. You're preaching out of rejection. But it is time now for the people to start preaching out of victory. Hallelujah. It is time to preach out of the authority of God. It is time to preach liberated. It's time to preach with a, with a spirit of peace. It is time to preach with a mindset of God. It is time to preach delivered. This is what it's time for because the church is supposed to be the light to the world. The church is supposed to be the one that calls souls to be drawn to Christ. We, the Bible says, ye have loved thee with an everlasting love. When with loving kindness have I drawn thee. How can we draw anyone if we're not operating in love? The problem, the reason why we can't operate in love, because we haven't forgiven people. We have to forgive. We have to forgive. If you want your father to forgive you tonight, God has said, you're going to have to forgive. In order for your father to forgive you for what you have done, you have to make it up in your mind that you're going to forgive those that have hurt you, those that have done you wrong. It is time to let this go. A lot of people are stagnated. You can preach and be stagnated. You can be an apostle and be stagnated. You can be a teacher and be stagnated. You can be a prophet and be stagnated. You can be a pastor and be stagnated because you have allowed the things that is in your heart to take over you. You can't keep preaching with a bad heart. You cannot keep pastoring with a bad heart. You cannot keep prophesying with a bad heart. You cannot keep teaching with a bad heart. You cannot keep doing praise and worship with a bad heart. It gets to the point that you won't be effective because your heart is too troubled. And after a while, what is ever in your heart will soon come out of you. It is only so long that you can pretend there's nothing wrong with you. 
You start hurting people because you're hurt. You start damaging people because you've been damaged. It is time for the church of Jesus Christ to represent Christ again and get healed, get delivered, and get set free. But you got to want to be free. God said he's been available a long time. But the problem is because the heart's been so wounded, it has rejected the healing. Oh, my God, because you've been rejected so much, you don't even realize that you have rejected God. You can reject God because you're so angry. You can reject God because you're full of animosity. You can reject God because you can't get over anything. You can reject God for saying it in your past. But God told me to tell you tonight that he said he's been waiting on you a long time. He said when you asked for him, he was there. He said when you prayed to him, he was there. He said when you needed him to work things out for you, he was there. He said, but the problem is some of you have rejected me because your heart is too troubled for you to receive me. So tonight, thank you, Jesus. Tonight, the Lord is talking to every wounded spirit, every victim, every person that's been damaged, every leader, every pastor, every prophet. You cannot be a prophet of God if you're bitter. You cannot do it. How can sweet and bitter come out of the same mouth? The Lord said if you're going to declare the word of the Lord, if you're going to speak to the people, if you're going to point people back to Christ, if you're going to give people the will of God, he said you must first be pointed back to me. You must first seek ye the Lord. This is what he's saying to the prophets tonight. You're stagnating. There are things that God wants to do through you. He said, but you can't do it with bitterness. You can't do it being upset. You can't do it because you can't get over how people are rejecting you. Sometimes you have to, sometimes we have to check ourselves and find out are we doing things because there's two kinds of rejection. There's a rejection that God might allow to build you, to make you, because Jesus himself was a rejected stone. He was a rejected stone. And the builders rejected him. So we are following the same blueprint of that. God does allow a certain kind of rejection because it's part of your making, it's part of your building. But then there's another kind of rejection that you can suffer when you try to do your own thing, when you try to uh, uh, act a certain, when you're doing what you want to do, when you're saying you can't talk to people any kind of way. I don't care what your gift is. I don't care what your anointing is. I don't care what your rank is. You still cannot talk to God's people any kind of way and expect to be received. I don't care if you're a prophet. I don't care if you're a teacher. I don't care what your status is. The Lord is talking to you tonight that you have to learn how to talk to my people. People don't belong to us. They belong to God. So there's a certain rejection that you can't receive. There's a certain rejection that you receive because of the way you talk to his people. We got to get it together, church. If we're going to represent the church of Jesus Christ, God said, no more pointing the fingers at Sarah. No more pointing the fingers at Jane. No more pointing the fingers at John and Job. No more fingers pointing at the pastor. 
No more fingers pointing at the family. No more fingers pointing at that bad relationship. No more pointing the finger at that man or that woman. But God said it's time for you to take the finger and do some soul searching and begin to say, Lord, I surrender my heart to you. It's me, God. It's me. Some things is us. We got to learn to acknowledge when it's us. Yeah, 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 I know some people did some things to you. But God is saying it's the way we're carrying it now. It's been 20 years since certain things happened. God is no longer looking at the person that hurt you after 20 years. God is looking at you now because he says you've been in the church. You've been in the church. And you've been carrying this thing for 20 years. You could have been set free. But you chose to hold on to it. But I hear the Lord saying tonight. There anybody out there, if you can hear the sound of my voice, that you're ready to surrender. You're ready to give it up. You're ready. You're tired. You're tired. Because holding rejection, holding pain, holding wounds, it can make you sick. It can cause you to be weighed down and heavy and burdened. It can cause you to feel more weightier and heavier than you really are. There's a tiredness for carrying animosity. It can make you tired and weary so you can't do what you need to do. Tonight, the Lord wants to set you free tonight. God wants to restore your peace. He wants to restore your joy. He wants to restore your faith. He wants to restore your mind. Yes, some of you are going through in your mind. Your mind, you're depressed. Some of you have been on the on the verge of suicide. Some of you have had a nervous breakdown, or some of you are about there. Some of you are in a situation right now. I hear the Lord talking that there's a few, some of you right now, you're in a relationship that is not of God. You know it's not of God, but you don't. You feel like if you let this person go, you feel like you cannot make it without them because there's been a soul tie. But I hear the Lord say that if it, he's able to cut that soul tie and that he will tie himself to you, and he will fulfill you. The Lord is talking to you tonight that that relationship is, is what's breaking you down. That relationship is causing you not to reach the place in God. But the Lord is saying tonight, if you let it go, you'll have your peace back because you lost your peace. When you got in that relationship, you lost your joy. You lost. You lost all your character. Your character has fallen apart because of who you attached to. You have attached yourself. You have attached your mind. You have attached your body to somebody that you wasn't supposed to. And it have worn you out. It have taken you down. But I hear the Lord says that he got the power. And if you want to be free now, if you want to be delivered from that man or that woman, God said he's right now. His power is available to break it. He's able to destroy it. He's able to cut the cord right now, right now. If you lift your hands wherever you are, if you just say, yes, Lord, God said he will give you the strength. He's making himself available for you again. But it's up to you. You got to obey. You got to obey. God said he's able right now. He's able right now to deliver you from that bad relationship. He's able to deliver you from that verbal abuse. He's able to deliver you from abuse. Oh, yes, right now the Holy Ghost is talking to you. He said, come up from among them and be ye separated, for he has called you at a time like this. Come forth, man of God. Come forth, woman of God. 
God said, don't be, a sh- don't be scared to make the dece- decision of letting go. He said, don't be afraid of letting go. It is the trick. He said, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and a power of a sound mind. It's a trick for you to think that if you get free from this relationship, that it's going to cause damage on you. It's going to cause damage to your name. That's a trick of the enemy. See, fear will cause you from, fear can cause you to miss God. Fear can cause you to miss your promises. Fear can cause you to miss the blessings of God because fear will plant in your mind that if you come out of this, that it, it, it will cause things to get worse. You're already in your worst. You're already in your worst. If you stay in it, you will miss God. God is calling you out of that soul path. He's calling you out now. And some of you, he's telling me to tell you, Go forgive them. Forgive the one who hurt you. Forgive them. Stop waiting on them to tell you they're sorry. God said you stand and you forgive them. This is the only way that you can walk in victory. This is the only way that you can walk in the power of God if you forgive. How can God forgive you and you don't want to forgive anybody? Forgive them so that you can be free. Jesus is on his way back. We want, when Jesus Christ comes, we want to be found without a spot or a wrinkle to people. We don't have time to play church anymore. It is time to get real. It is time to stop playing. It is time to get back in the holies of the holies. It is time to get back in your place with God. It is time to have a relationship with God. It's time out for going to church on Sundays. And doing whatever you want to do during the week, it is time out for that. It is time to get back to holiness. It is time to be the righteousness of God because he's on his way back. We don't want him to come back and catch us with our work undone. We don't want him to catch us doing what we want to do. It is time to get it right, church. It's time. It is time for you. The time is winding up. We don't have long to be here on this earth. Do what you're supposed to do. Do what God has instructed to do. Go back and tell your leader you're sorry. Go back and say, I was wrong. Go back. Ask the Lord to give you the strength to do what you need to do. He's available right now. As I'm talking to you, he's available. Get yourself together, people of God. God is calling for his church to come back. Come back to him. Love him again. Fall back in love with him. It's time out to be in love with the things of this world. It is time to stop doing what you see the world doing. It is time to stand and be the body of Christ. It is time to be the body of Christ. So the Lord wants to heal and deliver somebody on tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, God, I ask that you could touch the minds of your people. Father, in the name, I come against every generational curse. I come against every word of curse that has been spoken over the lives of the people. I come against the spirit of witchcraft. I come against every warlock and every witch that is operating in rulership. I come against every warlock and every witch that's sitting in the pews. I come against every warlock and witch that's operating in families. I come against the witch and the warlock that is operating in relationships. I call you out in the name of Jesus. I rebuke 
the work of the enemy right now. We cancel the assignment of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I speak in authority, and I come against every demon, every devil that have come upon the people and are trying to derail them from God. I command you to take your hands off of them right now in the name of Jesus. You will not prevail in their life. Everything that you're trying to do, you will not prevail. You shall not have, you will not have them in captivity. I come against you right now. We break up every fallow ground. We come against the work of the devil. We come against everything that he's saying. We come against every plot, every scheme. We come against everything that he's trying to do to destroy the people of God. I command you now, loose that mind, loose that body, and loose that heart in the mighty name of Jesus. And I claim victory over everything that belongs to God. I claim that woman should walk in victory. I claim that man shall take his rightful place and become the head again. I, I, I speak to that woman, that woman that's been given her body. I command you to submit unto God again. I speak to that woman that's depressed. I speak to that man that is depressed. I speak to every brokenhearted. And I command you to walk in the joy of the Lord right now. I speak it over your life. I come against lack in the name of Jesus. I come against poverty. I curse it from the root. You will not set root up in the body of Christ. You will not set up in that woman of God. You will not set up in the men of God. I come against lack. I come against poverty. I decree the abundance of God. I decree the blessings of God right now in the name of Jesus. And I decree it is so. God, let the anointing rest on everybody that is that is listening to the sound of my voice. Let your anointing rest on them right now. I command it to go to every area that is damaged, God. Let the anointing destroy the yoke right now. Whatever the yoke is, God, destroy it in the name of Jesus. Let the oil of the Lord rest upon them even right now as I speak in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father. For what's getting ready to take place, God? We thank you. We thank you, God, for the power that has been released. We thank you, God, for the anointing that has been released. We thank you, God, for the lives that are being restored. We thank you, God, for the lives that are being revived. We thank you, God, for the authority that has been taking place. We thank you now, God, for the transformation. We thank you, God. For the supernatural power that's being released, Ramashikerebora, over the airways right now, even to that body, I speak to that cancer, loose that body in the name of Jesus. Come out of that stomach, come out of that prostrate, come out of that heart right now in the name of Jesus. Come out of the lungs. I, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I come against fibroids. Mm. I come against it right now. I come against lupus. I come in and it's being destroyed right now by the power and authority of the Holy Ghost. I command sickness to come out of that body right now. You will not hinder them from doing the work. You will not hinder them from doing the kingdom work in the name of Jesus. Somebody is being set free from lupus right now. Somebody is getting delivered from cancer right now. I feel the supernatural power being released right now. Somebody is going to have a testimony. You shall declare the healing power of God right now in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we thank you. 
midst of the peace, the peace that shall surpass all understanding, peace to the mind, peace in the home. We speak peace in that home right now. Mm. Devil, get out. Get out in the name of Jesus. I speak peace. Give them peace, God. Let them be, this be the best night of sleep that they ever had right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, for what you've done tonight. We thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you, God, for your glory. We thank you, God. And we receive the transformation and the change that have taken place right now in Jesus' name. And we say amen. God bless. Amen. 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 Apostle, such an anointed anointed woman you are, and such a powerful message that God spoke through you as his sheep, as he told me he would. Truly, you have been a blessing on the airwaves tonight. And once again, I am honored, elated, and pleased to be an obedient vessel myself to God and inviting you on the show. You didn't even have an idea um, that... Even with this show going forth, you know as well as I know, the enemy came to attack me in such a mighty way on Tuesday. If it had not been for God being embedded in my spirit, my flesh Mm -hmm. would have won, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be sitting here right now. That's how bad it was. And it came under attack. And I'm sharing this with you, audience, as well, with Apostle, because when we share our trials, they become testimonies. Our mess becomes our message. I was under that attack in the area Mm -hmm. of the relationship. I had Mm -hmm. um, come into town, come into town, and I was attacked by a pure witch. When I say attacked Mm -hmm. by a pure witch, apostle knows what I'm Mm -hmm. talking about. For those Mm -hmm. of you not there yet with God, don't take it as an offense, but take it as a learning process. When you hold what God is giving you and the enemy knows you hold it, he loves to come and try and knock you out so you can finish what God has called you to do. Apostle, this witch came at me so strong, she walked up on me and began to shout everything you know as well as I know except the gospel of God. And I sat there and I said, God, I said, you know, greater here are you in me than this trash that's standing in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her, and she kept coming. She kept coming, Apostle. She didn't back up. Now, the enemy had her lit up. She didn't back up. She kept coming. She kept coming. She even bammed on my window, tried to bust my windows out. And I said, God, I still got the victory because I'm your daughter. I'm standing here covered in the blood of Jesus, and so no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. Yes. Yes. So I... I'm going to ask you tonight, just for me, and you've prayed for the people and I received that prayer as well, would you do the honor and pray a prayer with me, a covering over me as I continue to go forth with the show and do what God has called me to do? Yes, I will pray. Father, we thank you for this woman of God. We thank you for choosing her for such a time as this. And, God, we cover her right now in the name of Jesus. We cover her from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, God. 
God, I ask that you will cover her mind and cover her heart. Protect her, Father, in the name of Jesus. We protect her from every witch. We protect her from every warlock. We protect her from every negativity, every, every word of the enemy that has been spoken to try to attack her body, to attack her mind, and to attack everything that will let you give to her. And, God, even cover the ministry that she's operating in, God. Cover the radio show. And we speak abundance even with the radio show. God, we ask that you would take it to another level. God, we ask that you would just even greater in the name of Jesus. And we cancel the assignment of the enemy right now that will come up within every hidden plot. Every hidden scheme shall not work. Everything that he's coming up with, we we rebuke it right now. In the name of Jesus, it shall not take place. It shall not have its way in your life. In the name of Jesus, God, shield the woman of God. Shield her heart, God. Protect her for everything that the enemy is coming up with. We come against everything that he's trying to do, everything that he's thinking to do. We come against his secrets. Uh, we come against the secret things that he thinks that we don't know that he's trying to come up with. We rebuke even his secrets. We rebuke the every fault of the enemy. We, we, we come against the manipulation. Mm. We come against we come against the words of manipulation. It shall not take root. It shall not be effective. Every manipulator, every spirit of control, we cancel it now. And it shall be reversed. It shall not come. It shall not touch thee. It shall not come unto thee in the name of Jesus. We decree blessings. I decree blessings and prosperity over the woman of God. Everything, God, that you have for her, we release it upon her even now. The favor of God, let it be so right now in the name of Jesus. Ah, God, there's special needs that she has me right now. Give her the favor. Give her the favor, God. You know it. Give it to her, God, in the name of Jesus, because she's about your people. And because she's about your people, God, give it back to her in the name of Jesus. Derail, derail, it will not take place. Nothing shall come and cause a distraction. We rebuke every distraction. We rebuke every hindrance. We rebuke the torments of the enemy. Now, you shall not have this woman of God. She's covered by the blood of Jesus. It is so. Cover her home. Cover every her family. Cover her God. Cover every relationship. Every connection that's of you, cover it, Father. Seal it in the name of Jesus. And we seal this prayer with the power and authority of the Holy Ghost. And it is so in Jesus' name. And we thank God. Amen. 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 Bless you, woman of God. And thank you. Thank you. Audience, tonight, when God operates and his spirit comes forth, there's not too much talking that we need to do. God has done all He's supposed to do. He showed up, he showed out, and he spoke through his chosen vessel, Apostle Casey Johnson, tonight here on Empowering for All. Apostle, I'm going to ask you, and I know your schedule is busy. You have to come back again in the future here on Empowering for All. Yes, ma'am, I will. You just let me know and we can work something out. We can work it out. Amen. Amen. I know God is always moving in your life, keeping you busy. You know, anytime he's called us, we just can't sit down. I know you ask yourself, sometimes I even ask myself, if it wasn't for him, I don't know how I finish a day. Mm -hmm. My Lord. Many times, many times. Apostle, share with the audience before you leave the airwaves tonight for those who have been blessed 
by your word tonight and even want to hear more from you, even want to hear you speak, share with the audience tonight how they can connect with you, your church, where you're located, social media, and so forth, please. Okay, well, they can connect with me on social media, uh, of course, Facebook. Um, I'm going to, and then I have my ministry page. I have a ministry page, Predestined Word Ministries, and they can, I'm going to put it up, uh, well, I have it on Facebook, but I'm going to re-put it up so they can connect with me there, and they can follow all of my itineraries, everything that I do. They can just go to Facebook and look on the Predestined Word Ministries, and they can find me there, and everything is there of, of what I do. If they want to see videos, they can go to YouTube and put up, go up on the Apostle Casey Johnson. There are plenty of videos, and I pray that they are a blessing to you. And I, you know, preach in so many different places. So what I will do is if they want to get in touch with me, they would have to go to my Predestined Word Ministry Praise page so they can see the itinerary of everything that I do. So that's, that's how they can reach me. Amen, amen. And, Apostle, share with us before you go, for those who are listening and those who really don't know God and trying to build a stronger relationship with God and yearning for God, what advice would you tell them? Because many a times the devil is so angry when he knows he's about to lose his soul. For those outside people, including family members, girlfriends, boyfriends, close friends, what advice would you tell them when those things come up against them to detour them to stop moving forward in God? Well, I want to uh, encourage those uh you said those that are not saved or those that are saved because they're, they're just, it's kind of fuzzy. I'm not really, I can't really hear what you're saying. Are you saying the, to those that are lost those or those are, that are saved or bound? What, which no, Those that are lost and bound and wanting to get uh-huh. saved and get more of God. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it has to start with that you're willing to do whatever it takes to get to God. If it means that you have to go alone and be by yourself and not have, you know, the support that you want, sometimes you have to separate from people in order to get what you need from God. So those that are lost and you're ready to attend to the things of God, I would advise you to go to a church and let somebody take you to a church that you know that can feed. Let, get with someone that you know have the spirit of God and they're led by God. They have to be led by God. You just can't go just anywhere. You have to go to the church that supplies your needs. Amen. You have to go to a ministry where there's a leader that has, it, has the answers that you need for your life so that you can be set free, so that you can be healed, so that you can be delivered. And then after you come to church, you have to have a made-up mind that you want God. If you have to want God, he just don't want you to need him. He wants you to want him. There's a difference between needing God and when you get to a point that you need God because you're going through this and you, but there's a time they position like, God, I just want you because you've tried everything else and it failed. So this is the hour that if you really want God, get in a good church. Get under a good leader, 
and then after you get under good leader, you know, pray to the Lord. You, you, you don't have to have nothing fancy to tell God because a lot of people think it's about fancy words. You don't have to have fancy words to God. All you got to do is tell God, I need help. Lord, I want to do better. When you make a mistake, say, Lord, I want to do better. And understand that if you're bound, if you're bound, there is a word that God, God can send you to a ministry that can cause you to be free. But you got to want to be free. You can't just say, I want to be free, but you don't want to let go. In order to get free, you have to be willing to let go. That's how you get free. If you're bound, that's how you get free. You have to say, I'm letting go. Mm. If you really want to be free at all costs, at all costs, you're just going to let go for five. This is what you have to do when you want to be free. You have to say, I'm letting it all go. You have to do what Paul saw, Paul did. He said, I call it all that's done for the sake of Christ. You have to want to be free. And when you do, you're going to let it go. You're not going to straddle with it because you know that when you've been bound too long and you have been weighed down too long, you get to a place that you don't care, meaning that, well, God, whatever it takes, you have to come to God like, God, whatever it takes, I'll do it and mean it. This is how they can be free. If they're ready, if you're really ready, you have to come to God like whatever it takes. That's my word to those that are bound. You got to tell God whatever it takes. They got to tell them that. That's how you get free. Whatever it takes. Yes. Praise whatever God. it takes. Praise God. That's it. Whatever it takes. Why my life is that snake, God, whatever it takes. Whatever. I've missed out on too much, so you got to get to that point like whatever it takes, God, I give it up. I can't take no more. It's whatever it takes. When you want to be free, woman of God, and to those of you that are hearing me, if you want to be free, you got to go to God like whatever it takes. That's what he told me to tell you, whatever it takes. You got to yield. You got to surrender. 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 Whatever it takes, God, I'll do it. This is this is a this is the heart that's ready for change. This ready to break out of that prison. Whatever it takes, God, I'll do it. That's the word for that. Amen. And yes, a mighty and truthful word, audience, that Apostle just gave is I've done that. Many years ago, I went to God. I said, whatever it takes, I lay before you, and I'm not leaving until I get it. Yes. Yes. That's what it takes. You got to, that's, that's what it's yeah. going to be. You have to surrender and lay it down and say, yes, God. You just want a yes. Yes. There's got to be a yes in your spirit. Yes, it does. And it has to be an obedience yes. and patience yes. with God. Because many go to him, it's, apostles, yes. and they want yes, it overnight. It's, go. we, it's not going to happen overnight. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yes. But you got to, when, when, no, once no, you no. give God that real yes, that's when that process comes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yes. when it comes. That's when and he's it going comes. to process you. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's going to process yeah. you before yeah. he progresses you forward. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be a yes, a real yes. It ain't no, you, it, it can't be an emotional yes. It got to be a real yes. Because an emotional yes, yeah. you, you'll be right back in that same pit 
But when it's a real yes. yes from your spirit, from your soul, from your heart, you're gonna you're gonna do what he say do because you're ready. Amen. And Apostle, you know that is so truthful because I know you've had it and I've had many people come to me as well saying, I want what you have, I want to be there. But I've even shared with people, and I know you have before, you have to go to God real. You can't go to God and just think this is a part-time thing and you stop and buy. Got to keep it real. God can't do nothing for you until you admit and be honest with him. See, God will show up for you when you're honest with him. He will do for yes, you when you're honest with him, when you're real to him. But with, See, the Lord knows at the intent of the heart. So if you ain't really keeping it real with God, how can he really, you re, if you're not ready, then don't say you're ready. But when you're really, really ready, that real yes will come forth. Yes, it will. And the things that they are seeking that they want to have will begin to happen because God honors the heart, and God knows each and every one of our hearts. That's he it. Knows. And, and that's it. And when we do our part, woman of God, when we do our part, one thing I know for sure, God will do what he's promised. But we have to do our part in this whole thing. Yes, we do. We have to do our part. We do our part, and we will get what God has for us, but we got to do what he's he got to yield and yes and walk in obedience to what he tells us to do. Amen. Amen. Apostle, once again, I'm telling you, you have blessed the house tonight. Praise God for you. Woman of God has blessed the house. She's blessed the airwaves. She's blessed me, and I know she's blessed my audience. We just thank God for you and your faithfulness, continuing to bring forth his word. Praise God. Yes. Amen. Amen. I, it was an honor to be for it to be asked. I'm, I'm I'm very serious. I'm just humbled at it. I don't take it lightly when when someone seeks me out and say, you know, can you can you speak? It is an honor and a privilege. I'm a lowly vessel of the Lord, you know. And the more humble you are, the more God can trust to give you, can trust you with this anointing and trust you with the mantle. And I want God to trust me. So by me staying humble in that lowly place in him, I I, I just want, I, I because it's a privilege and an honor for God to even just give you the mantle, for, for him to look at you and say, she's the one I've chosen to carry this mantle. It is an honor. I don't take it lightly, and I thank God, and I thank God for you, woman of God, for opening up, for being obedient to the Spirit and opening up the door for me to minister to so many. And I look forward to fellowshipping with you again. I I look forward to it, and thank you so much. Thank you. I never like to say goodbye because we're not – we're not parting ways. I always like to say, Apostle, until next time in fellowship with God, we will do this Amen. again. I'm going to let yes. you retire for your evening, and I'm going to stay on the air and, and talk about a few more things here at Empowering for All. But once again, okay. bless you. You have a blessed week, and you know you and I will still communicate. Don't be a stranger. I'm not going to be a stranger to you. Sure. I, I wouldn't mind fellowshipping with you, okay, woman of God? Yes. Have a blessed night, ladies and gentlemen. This is Apostle Casey Johnson signing off the air. For those of you who may just be tuning in. Bless you all. Go ahead, Apostle.
I just want to say bless you all and everyone that tuned in. Thank you so much for your support and continue to keep me up in your prayers that God will continue to get the glory out of my life. In Jesus' name, thank you, and good night to you all. Good night, Apostle. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Apostle Casey Johnson signing off and saying goodbye here at Empowering for All. She truly came forth as an obedient vessel and brought a mighty word from the Lord tonight. For those of you who may just be tuning in and you missed Apostle on your, or, you, or you only heard a piece of the powerful word that she brought, don't be discouraged. Stay encouraged. All my shows here at Empowering for All can be brought back to you live, www.blogtalkradio.com slash ymcteer, empowerment, the number four, all, or on my website, www.ymcteer, empowerment, the number four, all.com. I will repeat, www.ymcteer, M-C-T-I-E-R, empowerment, the number four, all.com. Follow me for updates and to hear who will be stopping by here at Empowering for All, continuously opening doors and blessing me with these mighty vessels of his kingdom. God I magnify, edify, solidify, and glorify your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's not about me. It's all about you. Follow me on Twitter at YMcTeer, capital Y, M as in Mary, lowercase c, capital T as in Tom, I-E-R. Follow me on Facebook, Evangelist. Yolander McTeer. Instagram, Evangelist Y McTeer. God is doing a great thing in the latter part of 2014. For those of you who may say, I don't know how, when, where, or what, I'm going to say to you as an evangelist, trust God no matter what. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Sometimes he's very slow in moving, but trust me, it's not to hurt you, it's to help you. He will show up and bless you if you trust him and keep him first. Give the devil an exit out of your life. Open the door and tell him goodbye. Act as if you heard a new knock at the door. Let God in and let him become a permanent resident in your life life. For those of you who tuned in, stayed on the air from beginning to end, thank you so much. And for all my listeners who continuously follow me and send me messages and listen to my shows, thank you so much for your continual support. I continuously pray for everyone because all of us need prayer. At any time that obstacles, trials, triumphs, mishaps, upsets, defeats, Whatever it is, just know it too shall pass. No matter what the devil tries to throw at you, laugh at the devil and tell him, no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. I do repeat, laugh at the devil 
and tell him, no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. God is a good God, and there will never be a power greater than God. He is dominion on this earth, and yet we see all the evil that we see. God is still in control. God, a lot of times, will allow things to happen because he wants us to understand it's never about man. It's all about him. He's a jealous God. He shall not come second. He shall not come third. He shall come first. And when you keep God first and he knows in your heart that he is first, he will always bless you and you will walk into your harvest season even if you go through hell. Many of you have sent me messages wanting to know more about who I am. I am that vessel that God had just like David. I was in the back and God pulled me to the front. God had me in isolation for many years in solitude by myself, me and him. And in that solitude isolation period is when he put me in an incubator and deposited what he called me to do more into me. He began to build and chisel me and carve me into the woman he called me to be. He allowed me to know this is not to break you, but this will take you where I'm going to let you walk through doors. And I can tell you the doors that God has opened for me, no man could have done that, only God. So, God, I say to you tonight on the airwaves, thank you, Father. It was hard, but I would do it again if I knew what I know now. But you are not an Indian giver. You're not going to take it away from me. You're going to continue to elevate me. And, Father, I thank you for allowing me to be your chosen vessel to do what you called me to do. I always like to acknowledge those who support me and help me. It's really hard to find true people at this day and time. I want to give a shout-out to my cousin, Val. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continual love and support that you give to me you don't know, really helps me even when I go through my storm. Because even though I'm chosen by God, my storms are strong and they get really hard. And I thank you for encouraging me and keeping me lifted up in prayer. My cousin, Nikisha, I love you. May God continue to bless you and open doors that you never thought he could open for you. You supported me and carried me even in this most recent blow that I had come to me on Tuesday. I won't go into detail about it, but I can tell you, audience, the devil is busy. But the blood of Jesus is against anything that is not like God. Thank you, Cousin Nikisha. I love you. Shout out once again to my good friend, Melinda. Thank you so much for being there. I know you, like myself, your hands are in 82 places in a 24-hour period. It gets hard for us to communicate but just you taking the time out of your busy schedule just to reach out and check on me means everything. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Really can tell you, audience, I sat here last week, a week ago, and I had some changes come in my life, and I looked up to the sky, and I said, God, every door that you close means that my season is done, and I need to walk through another door. I sit on this line tonight sharing with you, audience, my testimony. Within seven days, 
God opened another door for me. Hallelujah. Nobody but Jesus. Victory is still in the kingdom of God. Get off the fast lane with the devil. Get on the slow lane with God and walk into your blessing. He will upset and embarrass the devil. He will let you shine as pure gold in his kingdom. And even though the devil don't like it, there's nothing he can do about it. Pray for those, just like Apostle K, very hard. When people that you connect with that you think really care for you, and they are only there to use you, manipulate you, or dog you, love them. Tell God to help them, and you pray for them, and you walk away with a mighty smile and stand tall and say, no more mess but I'm going to walk into my blessing. Ladies, those of you who say, I don't know when my husband is going to come, stop worrying about your husband and focus on God. God knows who he has for you, and he will let your path cross when you're supposed to. And let me remind you, just like you're praying for a husband, the devil has heard your prayer as well. Be mind cautious and stay prayed up and use the spirit of discernment who comes into your life. Many a times the man that you connect with is not sent from God. It is an assignment from the enemy to destroy you because he doesn't want you to connect with who God has chosen for you. Don't take the signs that God gives you lightly. They are to protect you and warn you. Warning comes before destruction. If you see women that this is the wrong man, cut your losses and walk away. Know God has someone tailored for you. Men, the same thing. Those of you who are seeking a wife and tired of going through the made-up, lied-up women who act one way to get you, and really when they show you their true colors, they're a mess. Men, I say to you the same thing. Pray. Ask God to give you the spirit of discernment to show you the true colors of this woman, who she really is. Because one thing about it, men and women, we cannot camouflage for too long. A chameleon has to shed their skin. So whoever you're connected with, if they're being fake and being unreal with you, the real them will come out because they will get tired of being fake and they will show you who they really are and pray. That is what you must do with everything in your life. Once again, I will repeat, watch, listen, and pray. If you do those three things continuously in your life, you will be blessed beyond measure. It's always a sad time to say goodbye, but we're not saying goodbye. We're just saying until the next time. Until the next time here on Empowering for All, this is Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. Those of you who would like to buy my book, titled The Tragic Times of a Woman, it is available on Barnes and Noble, Amazon, and many other outlets. You can buy it through my website as well, www. Why McTeer Empowerment, the number four, all.com. 
follow me again on Twitter at YMcTeer. Facebook, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. I will keep you posted for my next show that's going to air and who my next guest will be. For those of you who missed me, earlier this week I aired a great show, Good Managers Who Endure Strife with Pure Evil People. You need to hear that show as well. It will bless you. Until next time, this is Evangelist Yolanda McTeer saying good night, I love you, and keep God first.
Let's see the ride. Let's see the ride. 